Are you in? I'm in. Welcome back to the Wild Rise. I'm Jesse, and I'm Sandy. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a late night. We're recording at like nine p.m. Is it seriously nine o'clock? It's eight fifty-four to be exact. <laughs> Jesse, slow I- today. Yeah. We did a lot today, and the fact that we're here right now, it's a miracle. <laughs> It's a blessing. It is. Uh, But we were also just really enjoying our time before we pressed record, you know, just chatting away. That's true. (laughs) It's not that we haven't been talking for the last two hours. It's just that we haven't been recording any of it, which is fine. Yes. Well, it's been been a day. It's been a week, so. 100%. Just trying to process some things, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And let loose. Let it loose. (laughs) <laughs> i had a good day today <laughs> i made it so good um it was just funny honestly you know i worked obviously and we sat out today to do a lot and we did a lot but it started really slow mm. like there were seven of us going to this job site one of them with a, a large excavator to do some trenching Okay. He got he got pulled over on the way there. Oh my god, you mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, he showed up like two hours late. Oh Which is fine. Okay. It all worked out. Good. But then another coworker, you know, he pulled to the side of the road and he got his his vehicle stuck there. Oh my god. Pull him out. What an eventful day. Dude, and then we did a ton of work. Dug a fifty foot trench, filled it with conduit, laid panels. Like the job's almost done. What we did almost conduit? all of it today. Is that what it is? Conduit. What is that? <laughs> That's like um PVC or metal that wire goes through. Okay. Yeah. It's called it's like a raceway. It protects it. We, Term of we the week. put it in the ground. Vocab word of the week. Vocab word of the week. <laughs> conduit. Let me How get do a you quick definition it? for you. <laughs> C-O-N-D-U-I-T. She's you want it. me to get my code book out? I can get you the definition. If you see, if you feel as though that's important. I'll get the NEC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go get that right no. now, but I'll, maybe I'll maybe I'll get back to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a lot in one day. Yeah, and you know, it was just fun. There was seven of us there, like, doing, like, running around, doing a lot of things. And it was a beautiful day. Oh my god, it was it was actually hot on the roof today. Like, well, yeah. I, I was sweating. Yeah, sure. no, that makes sense because we were we saw some houses today and we were like outside and I actually felt like the heat of the sun on my back. So yes. I can imagine like being on a roof, you know. Yeah, I thought that I had like got a little bit of sunburn today. I don't think that I did, but I feel like tinged by the sun today. Tinged. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. a little bit cooked. Okay. Yeah, a little. She cooked me today. She cooked. <laughs> she touched you with her rays, you know. She was just yeah, and I fully and gladly accept that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, yeah. So I had a good time. That's good. What about you? How was how was your day? You know, I was telling Jesse earlier today. I felt like one of those days where it was like the morning was literally like feels like two days ago, or like <laughs> literally, honestly, like a week ago. 
in order to graduate, I have to like get my immunization records like up to date and like right get a lot do of some shots. specific blood work and stuff like that. Which like if I felt passionately about not wanting to do that, like I would have like asked you know like more questions about it. But honestly, I called like and they were like, "You need to do these things." I was like, "Okay, got it." Made the appointment and went. But I cannot express to you how frustrated I was this morning. Really, didn't go well. Like I said, feels like days ago. So I'm past. Like I'm not in the midst of the frustration like I was earlier this morning. Mm. But so what I had to do was I had to get a physical. I had to get two blood tests done. One was for Hep B, and one was for tuberculosis. Okay. Um, I think they just want to make sure you're like clear to go into like the workforce or whatever, especially for right, like, you're not working one on one with people. You're not going to infect people. Yeah. Right. 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 So. I called. I said, I want to do these three things in this one appointment. They said, great. They made me an appointment. I went. That was last week. Okay. So I went there last week. Did all of I got my physical. She was like, okay. She's like, all you got to do is your blood work now. You have to go to the lab, which was like another area. So I had to drive to the lab, which I was like, whatever. I was kind of like not doing too much that day because I knew I had this appointment. So I was like, okay. So this was last week. I had my appointment. Then I drove to the lab, did the blood work. Okay. They give me a call a couple days later and they were like, um, okay, like you're neither negative or positive for happy. It's just undetermined or unknown or we couldn't find anything. So you have to come and get your vaccine. I was like, I was like, okay, sure. Why not? And they didn't have like any of my records from when I was a kid. So they, like they did not know if I already had this vaccine or whatnot. And I was like, I, oh. you and me both, I have no idea. <laughs> legitimately what <laughs> where are those records i don't I feel the I don't same know. way <laughs> yeah yeah like they're like do you know if you got this um no i don't know if i got this when i was one years old i have yeah. no idea at the age of three <laughs> no so they gave me a call they're like you have to get your vaccine i was like okay so i made an appointment so then i went i went yesterday for my vaccine okay, okay. so i went yesterday for my vaccine my follow-up i'm checking out i'm like i didn't never heard anything back about one of the blood work tests and she's like, okay, let me check. She's like looking and she's like, I don't see it here. I don't think that you did it. I go, um, <laughs> I was here last week and they sent me to go to the, go to the lab. There was two orders. She, the woman took two capsules of blood. It's not my job to make sure that she's taking the right blood and doing what she's, that's her job. Okay. Damn. So she's, and I tell this woman this yesterday when I was there for my vaccine and she goes, it's not in here. I'm like, so call a bitch up. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. I literally had this exact conversation with my PCP last week. She sent me to the labs. I did everything. She calls. I think she calls the lab or she calls someone. I believe it's the lab. And they say uh, that they don't see it in their system and that apparently they canceled the order, but they didn't tell anybody about it. So I only did one of the blood work that I thought. Why would they cancel it? I have no idea. I didn't even know about this. So apparently they canceled one of the two orders. So I only got one. So, but I just found this out yesterday. I'm like, okay, that's fuck? weird because I literally, she, the orders were in. I had this full conversation. My PCP literally sent two orders and I had thorough conversations about it. So I know that they were sent and they took two capsules of blood. So that doesn't make any sense. And so the woman's like, kind of like, it's not her. She's like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just seeing what I'm seeing and I'm not seeing anything. And I'm like, okay, well, that's really frustrating. She's like, so you're going to have to go back and do your blood work. I'm like, 
okay. What the fu- why should I go do it again? You're probably just going to lose it again. Like, it's just a crapshoot when I go give you my blood that you're going to do what you're supposed to do with it. Literally. Literally, I'm like giving that. you my blood and you're messing up? No. Like, can't what, mess up here. Where did it here. go? Where did it go? <laughs> exactly. Did you lose it? Yeah. Did she take it with her? Did you spill it? I don't know. What? <laughs> what is she doing with it? So she goes, you're going to do your blood work again. I'm literally looking at this woman. I'm like, are you pretty much like the face? Like, are you kidding me? You're so she goes, broken. you don't have to go back to the lab, though. You can do it here. I go, okay, that's great. She's like, but it has to be tomorrow morning before... 11 a.m. The timing has to work out. Okay, so if I can go, if I go back tomorrow morning to the same place before 11, I'm good. This morning, I get up to go do the blood work for the second fucking time. I go, oh, dude. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I show up there. They go, they call my name. I'm like, great. She's like, come, like, sit on this thing, sit in the chair. I'm like, okay, the chair that you're like, we're right, like, I'm ready to get blood work done, okay? She's on her computer. I see her refreshing the page. A few times. Shut the door, dude. She goes. Shut it down. <laughs> dude, I was getting antsy in my seat. I was like, don't even tell me right now. She goes, um, I don't see an order here. I go. Shut the fuck up. I literally, you could tell. I was about, I was like, I was here yesterday. I literally go, I was literally here yesterday. And Vanessa, I remember the woman's name, so I could say yes. someone's name. I go, Vanessa told me to come. I did not have to go to the lab. I can come straight here today. She told me to come before 11, which I did. Like, this is the second time that I'm here for who's, this. Who's deleting these orders? What is happening? This is yet literally yesterday. I came back to the same place and you're like, where? I don't know where it is. Where's this order? So now I'm sitting here and she's like, sometimes it takes a while to refresh. She's, I'm sitting here waiting to see maybe if it hasn't uploaded yet or whatever. Literally five minutes, solid five minutes, nothing. She goes, okay, I'm going to go ask someone about it. So now I'm texting Connor pissed. I'm like, the fact that like, because yes. I had to go to class at 1030. And I, I made it there at, like, 9.50, and it should have been – the order should have been there. So, like, should have got it and been able to go home and be good. I even had to text my professor and be like, I'm late now. Sorry, because I have to do – because of this issue on them for the second time. So I could hear them in the hallway, her and my PCP. My PCP goes, what? She goes, wait, what? Sandy's here for what? And she's like, oh, for, like, this order whatever. She goes, that I sent out that order last week. She's, she already did that. And she goes, no. Like, she goes, well, apparently it's not in our system, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Let's call the lab. They call the lab. They found out that they canceled the order. My PCP can hear her, like, literally yelling. She's like, they can't cancel. They're not allowed to cancel the order without letting me know. I have to verify that before they cancel the order. They can't just cancel orders. She goes, give me the director on the line. I want to talk to the director of the lab. I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm listening there like, what is going on? I've been here now for, like, 25 minutes. I'm supposed to go and just get it done. <laughs> So literally after all of this, the PCP comes to me. She's like, oh, my God, Sandy, I'm so sorry. Like she and she points to the woman who was like refreshing the page. And she's like, it's not her fault. It's not Vanessa's fault. If we knew that they canceled that, we would have told you to go to go straight to the lab. She's like, but unfortunately, you can't do it here. You have to go back to the lab. So now I'm like, are you kidding? I I go, Vanessa told me that I didn't have to go to the lab if I came here before 11 and I'm here now. And she's like. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to go back to the lab. So I literally had to, after being there for Shut 35 the minutes, this is, um, first of all, I was already, there was already a mistake before this even happened. I came here because you already messed up once. So now I'm driving to the lab. Mind you, my phone just died and I don't know how to get to the lab. Dude, what? So I had to go by memory. I'm driving around Portland in back roads. I have no idea where I am. I'm so frustrated. I'm now like 45 minutes late to my class. 
I'm about to just drive home and I see a sign that says for the hospital and an arrow. And I was like, <gasps> I'm like, oh, yes, I knew I was I knew I was close. So I followed the arrows. I followed the signs. I was like on an adventure. I followed the signs. I literally made it to the hospital. I was so proud of myself. I don't think I've ever drove anywhere from A to B from memory, like like where I didn't know really where I was going. Yeah. I found that I found that hospital myself. I was so proud. I'm proud of you. Took Good me job. a long ass time. I was mm. so close too. Probably looked so funny from afar. I think I was just circling the hospital, but I couldn't get there. <laughs> you were honing in on it. You're getting warmer. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I finally I made it there. I'm like, wow, I didn't even think I was gonna make it here. I almost turned away and just went home. I get into the hospital, I go register. I go to the registration office to put you know, I'm here for this, blah blah. He's like asking me all this verifying questions. I go, I was just here last week. Nothing has changed. She's like, okay, is your address still one ocean drive, back bay, whatever? I'll go, what? I've never even heard of that address in my entire life. And I literally was here last week and just verified my address. I literally was here last week and verified my address at the same exact desk. Is there another person with the same name as you that is recently been inputted into this system and they can't handle it like the world was testing me today when even every little thing mm. she was like is this your address i'm like i literally told her i go i don't know where that address came from i've never heard of that i was here last week and already verified all my information i don't she's like what's your address i'm like here we go again I, here you go here's my address you should know my address i've been here so many times already <laughs> you don't know mm. my address <laughs> kidding <laughs> Takes for takes forever to sign in. I'm at the registration office, I mean desk for literally ten minutes. I'm like, finally, I'm all set. I go to the lab. She gives me the stickers to give to the lab, right? So I'm mm. walking to the lab, got the stickers, check into the lab. The guy's like asking for my information. I give him the stickers. He looks at it and goes, Yeah, you've already done this. <laughs> I go <laughs> I go, no way. I literally am like, no way. Cause I just after all of this, and this guy's like, No, you already did this. He and I go, I literally like no way. He goes, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go get ask the director. Hold on. So I, he's like, have a seat. I had a seat. I was sitting there for ten minutes. I literally was like slouched over my my like legs because I was <laughs> so frustrated. I was like this the whole time. Like, are you kidding me? I did not just go through all of this today. I wait there for another good ten minutes. The guy finally comes out and goes, so I apologize for all of the confusion. He goes, I have your results for that test in my hand. You did it last week. <laughs> what the heck dude dude you have no idea you have no idea what i was feeling in that moment in my face i was like i i don't i'm not someone to like complain or be really rude to people like even if they yeah. like mess up my stuff like um you know we're all humans and, and whatnot but i literally was like someone needs to know this is not okay like this was not yeah. okay so i literally told him i was like told him the whole story and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, I understand that's really confusing. Like, what happened was, is like, there was two orders for the same thing. So really, there was three orders. There was two orders for the same test. They just deleted one, which is why they didn't say anything to her, because I was still getting it. You know what I mean? So I actually did get two, but one of them just had duplicate orders. So they just deleted the duplicate order of, of that one. Okay, but the original lady couldn't find this one. That's what I'm still c- curious about. I'm like, she literally didn't even see and um, she called someone who also said, no, they canceled it. I think all they saw was like, test, canceled. And they were like, oh, no yeah, you canceled it. I don't even think they looked for- further. I'm literally telling the lady, I drew blood last week. <laughs> I remember this. They took two capsules. Two of them. 
two of them. I, all in all, I didn't even have to leave my house today. All of it oh was for no God. reason. The fact that you I was went- even going there was because apparently I admit that they canceled the test. So literally, I was out driving from one office to the hospital dealing with all of this waiting talking to a bunch of people for i think a good two and a half to three hours this morning and none of it i needed to do everything was done last week oh my god you just like walk back into your house like an empty shell after that? i was power walking alpha power walking <laughs> out of that hospital i was like you will never do this to me again and i will die before that happens i was so pissed <laughs> I was so mad, man. I was so frustrated. And I yes. immediately called Connor and was just exploding. I was like, you are not going to believe what happened. And then I like told him and I was like, it's not fucked up. I was like, this is so crazy. Yeah. All just because I needed to get it for graduation. It's just a bad day. That was this morning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so messed up. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say about You're speechless. that. Besides like... Everybody fucked up. Everyone. Really hope they make a case study about this. And they're like, listen to this story of Sandy and how fucked her day up. Yeah, yeah. And I won't go into detail, but another thing that happened this week that was very sad and depressing and also very frustrating and very upsetting Mm. is that... um, So when you graduate with your master's, I I don't know if you already know this, so, but... um, when you graduate with your master's, you do you have your graduation, of course, and then you have a hooding ceremony, which is some separate and something different. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I think some schools do it together, but uni does it separate. Um, and it's like really personal and intimate. And it's just the people who are getting hooded. So it's really, really special. And honestly, like what's been like one of the things I've been looking forward to this entire time while in grad school. The school decided to begin planning this. This month, the day before, or the month before I graduate, they decided to start planning the graduation. And when I say they, I mean solely the president of the school. This is the person that plans a graduation by themselves. The president? Red flags going up, right? Yes. Red. Everywhere. So, all the departments... All the students all got notified at the same time this week. This week, I literally graduate in like a, a month. That the social work department is going to be virtual and pre recorded. What? So, not even a live online ceremony. It is pre recorded. And just the social work department? So there's six departments. The president literally sent an email and said, these are the three that are doing it in person and these are the three that are doing it virtually and asked no one for any opinion or say or anything in any of it. Meanwhile, the social work department, my cohort who is graduating is only 30 people. The dental and uh, and hygiene department is way more than 30 people. And there's this in person and we have a pre-recorded ceremony where I'm just putting the hood on myself and submitting a three second video. We're about to throw hands with this person. (laughs) Dude, 
What's I, going on with that? Are you going to protest? We you have been. Send an email. The students have been. Like, we're getting together. We're create. We're, like, having I'm part of a meeting on Friday. Like, there's it's all a movement. of this. And I talked to my professor today. I actually, like, stayed after class virtually because I had another question. And then we started talking about this. And she literally was just as mad as me. She goes, "We they didn't even ask any of us. We just found out at the same time. And I thought it was, and I literally brought it up to another colleague and was like, it's weird that the dental department is in person and we're not. I was like, yeah. So, and he's like, they didn't ask us at all. And they just started planning this. Like, I'm sorry, it's not 2020, it's 2021. You should have known, expected. We've already been in a pandemic. There should have been a plan A, B, C. Had graduations um, for the past however many years you've been an institution? Yeah. Also, like, if we can have thousands of people at the fucking Super Bowl, I should have my 30-person hooding ceremony for my freaking master's degree. Yeah. Especially because literally, it's not even like he said, we're all doing it all virtually. Sorry, guys. It was literally like, you're doing it, you're not. You get it, you don't. You get it, you don't. With no asking. Don't like that. So, that has been really upsetting. So, so far, we've made one change. It's not pre-recorded. It's going to be a live ceremony, but virtually. So that's better. Well, that's something. Pre-recorded is fucking bullshit. Pre-recorded is like, like what, what the fuck are we even doing this for? I don't even want to watch. Leave me a voicemail <laughs> about my graduation. Yeah, fuck you. Are you like, kidding? No. And the most no. crazy thing is, again, it's been changed since then. But when it was pre-recorded, they were like, submit your videos by next Tuesday. I read this email yesterday. I had a week. I had less than a week. To submit a video. I haven't even ordered my cap and gown or anything yet. It'd and be a pretty angry video. It'd be, ve- yeah. And it's like, oh, we'll have a loved one do it. I'm like, okay, my loved ones live far. And you give me four or five days and I still have to get, and I have to dress. I, like, that is so, so ridiculous. It was like last minute they were like, oh, man, we got to plan graduation. Oh, yeah, we'll just do this. Send out the emails. Done. And like, that was it. It's messed up. I called my mom and told her about it yesterday. She, she called school. was yelling, yelling, <laughs> yelling, yelling, yelling. Um, and I was like, Mom, don't, you don't have to tell me. I am just mm. as upset. I'm like, this is the biggest accomplishment of my entire life. And, like, I understand mm. that, like, some students, like, some people were like, oh, I don't really care. I wasn't even going to go anyways. Or, like, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just happy to graduate. Like, all these things. And it's like. I understand that, but like some people feel differently, and it's uh, and and it's a really unique situation. Like, I'm the first per I'm first generation, and I am the first person in my entire family, like out of like eight generations, extend even more than that, to go to grad school. No one's ever been to graduate school. Like, and my family's like, Dude. "What does a hooding ceremony even mean?" And like all of this stuff. And I was like, so proud to be there and show them, you know. Um, and now it's virtual. So I mean. It's been upset. It's upsetting. My mom was like, forward me these emails. I'm calling. She's calling. Yes, dude. Dude, we have, you have to get the parents involved because those are the people that donate money afterwards. You dude, know? she goes, is it a money issue? I will donate. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, She's about go, to mom. sponsor. You dude, go. your mom's about to sponsor the graduation. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Holy. So those are two crazy things that happened to me. Um. This week, that's 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 my check-in. That's my check-in. That was was that not a doozy, folks? These are the things that Sandy deals with on the the daily, the weekly. That's the, true. Consistently, it's a it's it's a constant roller coaster. Do you even like roller coasters? 
Actually, I love them. <laughs> yeah. I do. That's good. I do love them. I've also, like, this is, it's in my life, I don't feel like has ever not been this way. You know what I mean? I know, but, yeah. I think. You're used to it, but. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that right now it's just an extra heightened stressful time with, like, you know, my entire school education coming to a close, starting my career, you know, um, mm-hmm. possibly buying a house. I mean, there's a lot of big things ending, starting, and changing. So um, I think it's a heightened time of stress right now. Definitely. But all good things. It's good stress. Besides <laughs> me being positive. Like, it's good stress. Jesus. <laughs> Sagittarius, like Sagittarius being just like constantly just like overly positive sometimes. I'm like, it's still good. Yeah. yeah I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> could just be worse. Uh, and it could be. <laughs> but yeah. So. Oh my goodness. That was quite a lot. I It's still soaking in for me. It's a lot to process. It's true. Hope you guys found those stories entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> entertaining, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Angering. Yeah. It was. It, it Both of the stories are that way. Both of them. You know. Just downright stupid. Yeah, exactly. All around. <laughs> the universe was testing you this week, you know. Dude. Testing. None of that needed to happen. It's so funny. Hey, you passed. Passed the test. I'd say you passed. You got an A fucking plus, dude. You, you're like, it's fine. Good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. good. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having the best time ever. <laughs> Can't get enough. I sent in my first application today for my, um, you know, post-graduation social work job. So it was super exciting. Um, woo woo. Yep. Pray for me. Uh, send good vibes. <laughs> uh, Got but, my fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I've been in the mindset of just like, you know, job seeking, job hunting, applying, all of that stuff. Um, and then I was just like sitting there and I was thinking like, what was like my first job ever? And like how mm-hmm. – just like <laughs> – just thinking just about, think about the that. progression yeah yeah um and i was like i'd love to know i think it could be something funny to like talk about you know during the podcast so i would love yeah. to know what your first job was so i mean like the very first job that i did that i was paid for was like being a babysitter oh yeah yep yep but i kind of feel like that's like a that's like a kid job and it was an easy thing to do you know yeah it's reachable at a younger age exactly like i didn't have to drive myself and i definitely didn't right um but i feel like my first like job job where i like drove myself to it Mm -hmm. um was doing catering for like a family friend he like needed assistance okay and i went to this like super bougie place in my mom's mercedes get out dude (laughs) because when i first got my license i didn't have a car so for a little while, okay, like, yeah. every once in a while, my mom would let me drive hers. Ooh, yep. She had a really nice white, like, tan leather interior. Whoa. Like, way too fancy for me to be driving, but I was doing it. I'd love to see you in that. It was a fucking look, dude. I definitely took a few selfies. You had? Do you have those? 
I don't know, dude. I need you to from, search for me for being those. 16 years old. Search maybe. for them. Search for them. I can look deep in the files. If you could, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like a few jobs with him. I actually got a hundred a $100 tip on my first, the very first night that I went. And So what events are we catering at? The first one I went to was at um, a yacht club. And it was, like a, it was like a reunion or like a family, like a lot of people from this one family like came and gathered there. Like we prepared them like a lobster dinner Get with out. like all of these different fixings and desserts and like set up the tables and and served everyone. That's and then, a bougie like, catering company. Yeah, dude. You got some high class events. It was it was interesting. We did we did a lot of stuff in like high end areas of Southern Maine. Um, did you like walk was, around with a plate? Yes, dude. Yes. And I was very like so shy and so not like that way. Yeah. But I just like had to do it. Um, that was a good paying job. My first oh yeah I can like imagine. real paying job was like I would walk out there with like. Like, one person gave me a $100 tip. Like, it was dope. I was too young to be getting these types of tips. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) – you making a $100 tip at what – how old? I was 16. That is – you're starting somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's a good day. What did you spend that on? Oh, food, most likely. Yeah. Or weed. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good choices. I mean, good choices. You know? The pleasures. Both together at the same time. That happened, I'm sure. Probably. Well, it, they, yeah. they go hand in hand. They do, very often. Most of <laughs> the time. <laughs> One happens before the other. I mean, it just... They... Yeah. Or yeah. back to back to back. back. To, oof. Simultaneously. <laughs> Simultaneously. <laughs> Simultaneously. Simultaneously. <laughs> but yeah, what was your first job? So, for all of those who know me, can take a wild guess. <laughs> um, my mom is um, a franchisee owner of Dunkin' Donuts, and so naturally, my first job was at Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Um, but actually, at the time, she wasn't in that role yet. She was a district manager at that time, and we were living in Massachusetts. Um, and I was actually fourteen when I started working. Oh, did you have to get, like, a worker's permit or something? It was on the DL. It was on the DL. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't think I needed a worker's permit in Mass. I do remember getting one in Maine. So when I moved to Maine, and it was, like, a year later. So, like, I started at 14, age 15, I was in Maine, and I did have to get a work permit at that time. Yeah. But I started at Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts. I was trained there. And actually, at the store that I was trained at, there was no drive-thru. So I actually trained in a no store with no drive-thru. drive-thru. Yeah, isn't that Holy weird? crap. That is weird. It was like two registers that were like constantly busy. Wow. It was crazy. It was wild. Probably a good way to learn, honestly. It was, I was thrown in there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it was fun. Um lived for my 15 minute breaks i mean honestly oh my god had a lot of coffee starting at a young age is that why you're short i think that's because i'm portuguese (laughs) (laughs) i heard that rumor one time when i was like in high school i've definitely heard much coffee you stop growing definitely heard that i don't know if that's true 
True or I not. Don't either. either way, I did not go in favor, in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, standing strong at 5-1, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then I went to, I made, moved to Maine and I did that throughout my entire high school career. So I started in eighth grade wow. and then I did it all the way cons- pretty, I'd say, yeah, pretty consistently throughout high school. So like after high school, I would just go and work at Dunkin' Donuts for a few hours. Right. So like that was your only job kind of during high school. Yes. That was my only job from consistently from like eighth grade to 12th grade. I was Dunkin' Donuts living, nice. chilling. Yeah. You really had like a Dunkin' era. Oh my gosh. And I, and that didn't stop there. I it didn't stop there. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Exactly. goes on and on, folks. I was consistent, but then that was like the time where I was like consistently working at Duncan. And then when right. I went to college, it was inconsistent, but I was working at Duncan inconsistently throughout college as well. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. I forgot. I also, my first year, I didn't go to UMaine. I went to Endicott. And that was mm. the only year I didn't work at Dunkin' Donuts because I was like living on campus in Massachusetts. And right. at that time I was a tour guide. So that was my job then. <laughs> oh my god, a campus tour guide. Yep. That's hilarious. I thrived in that. I was just gonna say, I bet you fucking knocked that out of the park. <laughs> I had like, I got I was... me I had w- walking backwards and everything, you know? Shut up, dude. I had all the facts, said the numbers, said the statistics. You have the enthusiasm. Yeah, and I was very, honestly, I was very passionate about that school at that time. That's funny. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Why did you, you do that when you switched schools? You were older then. <laughs> you were older then. No. Embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no. It wasn't that. Um, it's because I, I was excited and I was passionate about going to Endicott, and when I realized that it was a very different experience to what I was. I hoped it would be, and mm. I had to transfer. I was not excited about transferring, and I didn't want to go to UMaine. Like I, yeah. I didn't. But I like didn't either. I didn't want to transfer twice, <laughs> and I also change. knew that UMaine would save me a lot of money. So I was like, yeah. you know what? If I have to transfer, I'm going somewhere I already know people. You know, yeah. and I can save money. So, and I so I didn't do tour guiding there because I really didn't care about. This, that care. school really what happened after catering where'd you go from there from there i worked at a children's clothing store in the mall <laughs> you told me that actually before yeah. i think that's so cute yeah i worked at the children's place for like two years dude that's i so was funny. the top fucking folder in the store i can see that i can see that why do i why can't i see that it just matches you because I'm, I'm particular about yeah. certain things. And the way that I stacked all of those fucking t-shirts and rolled up those jeans, I did it with care. You um, are detail-oriented and you yeah. have a good, like, creative lens. Thank you. I have oh. a good eye. It's yes. true. Yes, yeah. Um, they actually, like, delayed training me on the register because they rather they would rather have me focusing on the folding like there was a long time where i didn't know the register because no one would teach me get out they would say no i'll do i'll do register today you you stick to the floor and how did you feel about that <laughs> well i didn't like it in the end at first i was like oh no responsibility right. like oh someone's at the register mm, couldn't yeah. be me can't you know? do it don't look at me <laughs> yeah let me phone somebody in for you ma'am. <laughs> 
Um, but then it got old because it's like, all right, I mean, I'm looking at this register and I could pretty sure I'd yeah. be able to use that if yeah. someone gave me like the codes and the sequences. You right. Know? You're like intentionally <laughs> like not using it. You're like, what is going on here? Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling barred from like this station and I don't like it. Yeah. No, that's not right of them to, you know, stop your advancement just because they want to keep you in <sighs> one role, you know? Dude. Honestly, that was, I feel like that was a toxic pl- place to work. Yeah. This I was a long time I ago, and that. I can say that. Like, it really wasn't great. Yeah. The people that were above us were not good, like, role models. Okay. Um, but it's I eventually, important. like, got really sick of that place. Yeah, I can see that happening, too. You're just folding yeah. for days. You're like, I'm done. And it's just like, oh, hang and rehang, and oh, there's always clothes on the floor, and fucking A, someone did something crazy in the dressing room, like, oh, now the bathroom's locked again, and no one can get in to use it. Oh my gosh. Dude, Black Friday was insane. Really? Is that a happening place on Black Friday? Yeah, dude. I mean, the mall, at the very least, and like... The sales that we had going were outrageous. True, 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 true. You know? We were all forced to work, like, eight-hour shifts. And I had never worked an eight-hour shift before. I was still, like, young. Like, we worked, like, five, five Eight hours is a long time for anyone. I don't even care. Anyone at any age, it's a long time. Especially if you're you're standing up, like... Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And dealing with the general public. (laughs) The general. She's like disgusted. She's like the general public. I'm sorry, everybody, but when you work in a retail clothing store in a mall, yeah. you know what I mean when I say general public that way. Yeah, because no, right. a lot of people that come into the store are not nice. They're like gonna intentionally fuck something up. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they're gonna yell at you. Mm. Maybe you didn't do anything. Right. And they're still going to yell at you. Maybe they're going to steal something and you have to watch them do it. Customer service is tough. So To say tough. the least. I had someone throw change at, at me at through the drive-thru window. Oh my god, that's terrible. Threw ch- just because he didn't want the pennies. I'm like, sir, I need you to bring it down and never do that to me again. <laughs> Are you, you say ca- that? No. My no. throat chakra wasn't open at that time. <laughs> I have a lot of those moments. Too. Oh man, like you got to be some type of way to be that to do that. Like, dude, did you just close the window on him? Because that's it. Actually, big... was it? It was good timing. Like the window was like at closing. It was like closed by the time he was like throwing the, the throwing the change. I think only like one penny got through or whatever. I was like, oh my god! I bet people behind him saw that and were shocked. I was shocked. I would have to walk away for a second yeah get off your high horse and walk yeah. home <laughs> you couldn't even get out of your car to come in here you're literally are throwing, you throwing money at me you're th- first of all what? think about what you're doing you're throwing money in general even if it was just throwing money outside to anyone like you're throwing money like how privileged do you have to be to be throwing money out your I window yeah. also towards someone who just served you that's really not how you tip. I don't. Maybe he had some bad information. Something happened just, to that man. Yes, he was hurt. Yes, he was hurting. Yes, that was clear. <laughs> yeah, but customer service is tough. Yeah, dude. I mean, I worked quite a bit in customer service after working at the children's place. I worked at an ice cream shop, which we've talked about before. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots that of That was ice a cream. lot. That was a lot chiller of an atmosphere. <laughs> chiller, you know, the, the ice cream. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, I would work there, like, either with one other person who was my age or, like, by myself. And I just had free reign of this ice cream shop. Yeah, I know. That's and, like, literally awesome. Kids came in and I gave them ice cream and they left. And it was so awesome. <laughs> You're moving up from the children's place. Oh, it was a huge move up. It yeah. was really hard for me to quit the children's place and, uh, like, yeah. work fully at Beals. For a while, I think I did both. And then I was like, I have to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. But I'd never had to, like, quit a job before. So it was super awkward the way it came out of my mouth. Right. No, that's that's an awkward conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel Oof. that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I liked working at the at the ice cream shop. I would have friends visit all the time. Yeah. Oh, like, that is such a job where you invite your friends to come see you. It was right near our high school. Like perfect. Couldn't have been better. <laughs> and there's ice cream there. Like what? Me and ice cream on a summer day. No brainer. Come through. And then there was college. Did you have different jobs in college, or? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that was the time where I had, where a I went lot. through more jobs than than exactly like high school or whatnot. Like high school, mm-hmm. like I said, I was consistently working at Duncan. And then, yeah, like I said, my freshman year, I was a tour guide. And then from sophomore year to senior year. Oh, my God. Wait, I forgot. My freshman <laughs> year, during my break, I came home. Mm-hmm. And as part of the Endicott curriculum, you had to do an internship your freshman year. You had to. So I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. And I was actually majoring in business. Mm. but they were like business woman (laughs) apparently i thought i was but i found out that that was not my path um but they were like you know it's your freshman year like it doesn't have to be in your in like in your major just some sort of internship that you can get at home Mm -hmm. um you know same can be couldn't work somewhere you had really like family relations and stuff like that so i actually i don't even know where this came from honestly but that was my first social work job ever, and it was actually my internship while I was a business major. I worked at a day program with individuals with intellectual disabilities. Nice. Um, I do. It just came to me why I did that or what led me down that road. So as a freshman, I didn't really know anybody. I didn't have any experience. So mm. my mom knew someone who worked at this mental health agency and was looking to like have except interns um and she was like oh you can always work there i know it's not like you know business but like you know it's something and i was like you know what this could be really great like i feel like this could be something i really enjoy and i also felt at that time i was like 15 i did not feel comfortable being around people who had disabilities Mm. like i not like i I was like, oh, don't get next to me. But I, I felt nervous when I was around them. Like, I could tell right. that at that age. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I'm nervous. I don't want to offend them. Or, like, I don't know how to – like, I felt like I didn't know how to interact with them, which sounds right. terrible right now. Like, six years later, mm-hmm. I understand that. That is not where we're at anymore, it's people. not where but, we're at now. But what I'm saying is, at that age oh, – I can understand that. Yeah. At that age, like, I was like, oh, my God, nervous. Like, how do I interact with them? Like, I don't know what to do. And because – I remember, though, at that age going, you know what? Because of that, because I know that makes me uncomfortable, I'm going to do this. So that way, like, mm. I don't have that wow. uncomfortable feeling anymore. And I think it's important that, like, I put myself in this situation and in this field and this opportunity to learn and, like, 
you know, overcome that bias or whatever it was. Um, what a grown up decision, dude. I'm proud of myself. That was that's very mature. Thank you. Thank you. You're like, this is gonna challenge me and I'm gonna grow, so let's go. Yeah, because I knew what I felt wasn't right. Like I was like, this I don't like this feeling and Yeah. Like also like this sounds like something that I could really enjoy. So that opened the doors to social work in the mental health field. Literally my freshman year. My freshman year internship. That's crazy. Yeah. So then when I'm transferred and went to Maine, I I did social work from there. Wow, I didn't know about that. I don't yeah. know if you've ever told me about that. Yeah, I don't talk about it really. So like forever ago. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah. during college, so I wanted to kind of work in the social work field if I could, even though like I didn't have any credentials or degrees. And there's mm-hmm. certain things that you can do. So that's what I did during college. So from my internship I became a BHP, which is a behavioral health professional. So I just like worked with clients who were like young kids and like um, Mm -hmm. I worked with them in home and out in the community, like teaching them like life skills and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with that. And that's when I realized I definitely want to be in this industry forever. Um, Mm -hmm. Shout out to my first client. Can't tell the name, but thinking of you and I hold you very uh, close to my heart. Um, and my first bunny is actually in named, um, is inspired, his, my first bunny's name is inspired by my first client. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there I did like, I worked in two different preschools as ed techs, um, with kids with, um, like developmental delays or on the autism spectrum. And then from there I did waitressing at two different Thai restaurants, mm-hmm. um, which Jesse also worked at with me. Which is That's pretty, cool. Right. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I got you that job, girl. <laughs> she honestly did. So uh, I got fired and I was out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you came right out and said it. <laughs> I had to. It was the best way to get there. So at one of the preschool jobs yep. I had, we had a field trip at an apple orchard. And... They allowed all the kids to take as many apples as they want. They were picking it up from the ground. They were eating it. They also allowed the teachers to pick apples and eat them. So literally everyone is picking apples and everyone is eating them. I didn't want my apple at the time. I was not craving an apple in that moment. So I took one and put it in my jacket. I'm going to eat this later. As you do. I later then got called into the (laughs) office when we got back to the school. She goes, so messed up. she's like, and I was literally working one-on-one with the kid and they pulled me away in the middle of an interaction, brought me to her office. And she was like, we know what you did. Literally. Oh she was like, God. like I was like playing dirty. Like I like stole money or something. She's like, we know what you, this is what she said. We know what you did. That's how it came, how it that started. The worst way to start a conversation. I just want everyone to acknowledge that. Don't start conversations like that. No, no. I And you should have saw my face. I was like, what did I do? What? <laughs> what did I do? I'm like, tell me, because I have no idea what I did. How do you know what I've done? I don't. She goes, we know you stole from the orchard. I literally am like, you should have saw my face, like, so oh. confused. She goes, don't look at me like that. I know, I know what's in your pocket. I go, don't look at me like that is so rude. She was like, she was ready to fight. She's my boss and she's talking to me like this. Yeah. And literally I'm like, I was like, yeah, I took an apple. 
Long story short, she literally goes, I want you to get up, get your stuff, and leave immediately. I remember this day. You called me and you were like, like, are you going to be home later? Because, like, I went to work and I got fired, so I'm going home. <laughs> are you going to be there or what? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way for sure. <laughs> I left that. I... <laughs> I bet you peeled out of that driveway. I ran, I pretty much, yeah, I peeled hot out of that driveway. Literally was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I literally was like, got, I felt like I was going to the principal's office and was like, someone oh. like threw me under the bus for something I didn't do. And I had yep. to go literally get everything in my mailbox. I had to like get my belongings. All my stuff was out. I had to like go into classrooms and like get my stuff. And people were like, where are you, what are you doing? And I was like, couldn't say anything. I was like, I've got to go. Like, Got to go. I was like sweating, trying not to cry, leaving there. Oh. I was driving home, probably speeding, I would say. Um, got a six pack of beer. Um, <laughs> drove home, cranked those babies open. I think they were like, it was like noon. It was still pretty early in the day. Started downing those and was like sending aggressive Snapchats to everyone I knew. And I was like, fuck it. I just got fired. Like I was like, because I took an apple from an orchard. Are you kidding me? That's what you do at orchards. You take apples. That's why we're here. No, that's not why you were there, Sandy. And the thing that's crazy is you think that that's like a little story. No. For years later, every application I filled out said, have you ever been fired? I had to say yes. Yeah. So I needed a job. And Jesse was work. Live. I was living with Jesse, and she was working at Thai Orchid. And so I was. I was living lavishly on on the Thai Orchid dime. And Sandy took notice. Oh my god! And, yeah. And I told her, you know, this is a good. This is a good gig right here. Yeah. I might as well try and get you in on it. I'm like, wait. I like Thai food. I've never waitressed before. I think I could definitely do a good job waitressing. Um, I had never waitressed before. And I knew that. So I was like, okay, like they hire then without, without experience. Good to know. Like, Dude, you got black clothes and like a nice smile. You want to come out here and sling Thai food? <laughs> Honestly, it was fun. We had constant Thai food in our fridge the entire time we were living together. Constantly there was Thai food in little plastic tubs. Yep. All through the house. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes, like, I would work at one location and she would work at the other location. We'd get home around the same time and we'd just eat our leftovers together at, like, 11.30 yep. p.m. <laughs> yep. We're just drinking sitting on the couch. Ex- yep, drinking an expired bottle of wine. Yep, yep, that they got sent, that they sent us home with. We're like, sweet. Yep. So we always had expired bottles of wine from the restaurant and Thai food constantly in the fridge. Constantly. The amount of fresh Thai rolls that were in that apartment at one point i opened up the fridge and there were like seven or eight packages of them dude i had to throw some out old sitting in the fridge old i was like we have two i can't even consume this much no (laughs) and why would i eat this old one when there are three other new packages exactly yeah exactly exactly i ate so many of those in those like one and a half years that i worked there yeah I gotta say, like, if you're looking for or you're considering waitressing, I would highly recommend, like, any type of, like, local family-owned Thai um, Asian restaurant. They have amazing food. They're great people. Their culture is wonderful. Yes. It's always been a good experience. Yes. And they're so generous. The amount of free food that I've gotten, like, blessed my soul. Oh, my God. So, so much sharing. Crab Rangoon for days. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude. No. And then I still dream about Thai orchid food. Me too. Me too. In my dreams. I mean, both Jesse and I drive out of our way. I drive two hours sometimes to get that because I'm craving yeah. it. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'll swing it. Oh, Easy. my gosh. Yeah. Easy, dude. <laughs> and when I move after, like, that's where I, that's the job I had when I ended my bachelor's degree. And same with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And when then- I finally moved out of that town. Yeah. It had to go. <laughs> How long were you there for? It had to end. Um, It was like five full years. Yeah. Maybe a little more of living in that same town. Small town, too. It was good. It was good, and it was bad, and it was good. Literally, that is exactly the vibe. That That's is what, what it the was, vibe right? is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two-thirds good, one-third bad. Yep, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. And then when we we moved, it was, again, like, we lived together, and then she went off, and I went off, we, Molly went mm-hmm. off, we did our own thing, but when I went to Portland from there, I continued working at a Thai restaurant, which was a great decision. I felt like I had, like, a family in a place that I didn't really know anyone. So, shout out to um, Shaviti. They're closed now, so sad because of the pandemic, but you so guys sad. really blessed my soul. You're wonderful people with making wonderful food. Um, and I'll never forget you guys. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then from there, I was a case manager at the same time, actually. I was working at Shiviti, and then I was a mental health case manager. And I did that for a while, which was some heavy real-world work. Mm-hmm. Had my own First time I ever had my own office. First time I ever saw clients in my own office one-on-one. So that was mm-hmm. some that was some big girl stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I also had a placement, too, in undergrad. There's so much going on, man. I had a placement in undergrad yeah. where I did, like, um, macro-level social work. So I did, like, advo- I did advocating for, like, um, low-income families and individuals um, and um, advocating for food justice as well. I ran a community garden in an elderly home, which was a wonderful experience. <laughs> the ladies, yeah, that was cool. The ladies hugged me and, and blessed my soul, and I cried heavily the day I left and but that was wonderful. And um, now, you know, I've been working in various placements this past year, doing outpatient therapy, about to graduate, have my part-time job as a medical receptionist currently, but very soon, all of that's going to be coming to a close, and we'll finally have one consistent job, which is undetermined. Undetermined. Not yet determined. Yes, right. Right. But that's been the long journey of, of careers and jobs for me. Um, so what does the rest of your journey look like that has made you, you know, get to where you are today? Right. So I feel like where I left off was at the ice cream shop. Yeah. Yeah. And that was still in high school. Well, I remember quitting because I was going away to school. Right. From then, I've had a slew of jobs. And um, maybe I'm just going to hit them in, in a rapid fire kind of way. Do it. So freshman year of college, I was a middle school math tutor. Wow. And that was like fun. I worked probably like six hours a week. Yep. And made like $6 an hour. It was like a work study thing where they're like, we don't need to pay you minimum wage. You get whatever you get. Yeah, yeah. Which was fun. My 2T didn't like me, but it was, that was also fun. I tried to teach her and. Whatever. Math wasn't her thing. Is math your thing? It's not something that I'm like 
that I love and like I'm really into, but I'm I'm pretty good at math. Yeah. I was going to ask you if that was your favorite subject. No. No. Not my favorite, but like, you know, one of my best. Yeah. You were good at it. Yeah. 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 So it was like an easy thing for me to be a middle school math tutor. I was like, division? Yeah, I got that yeah, down. right. So. Right. So I did that freshman year. I think that that's the only job that I had freshman year. Um, and then after that, that summer, I worked cleaning motel rooms. <laughs> like really? Down. Yes. I did that for, for a little small amount of time that summer. Like I at like one that. of those motels in Southern Maine that's like near the ocean and they have little tiny like cabins. Okay. Yeah. So everything is like outdoors except for like the little cabins. Um, and that was interesting. I worked with some really, like, fine people. Really? Cool. Um, yeah, they were cool. And the job was, like, easy enough. Like, it was a routine that I could follow. It wasn't a ton of hours per day. Okay. That's nice. You can just get in there, put your headphones in, clean, like, make beds and, like, I don't know. It was all right. Sometimes I cleaned the pool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Damn. How long did you do that for again? Not very long, like two months in the summer. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a decent summertime job, yeah. Yeah. To finish out that summer, though, I worked at Aquaboggan. What's you that? You ever been there? It's a water park in okay. Southern Maine. No, never been. Yeah, I worked there to, like, end their season because they needed extra help. So I worked there for maybe two weeks, and <laughs> I did get puked on. <gasps> okay. So that was fun. Get out. Dude, I'm at the top of a slide, right? So the way it worked was like you took shifts at each position and you just rotated around. Like I would start at this top of this slide, then I would go to the bottom of the slide. Then I would go to the top of a different slide and all around the park. I'm at the top of like the highest slide, the, the twirliest one. And this kid like runs up the stairs and he's so excited and he gets like right into the water where I'm standing, like on his little tube. And then he's like, he's like, whoa. And then he just like throws up in the water, like on my legs. No, stop. I'm literally like, (laughs) I'm getting like, I can feel it. Like, I feel like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, No, don't apologize for that. I can, I'm visualizing it. I need to stop visualizing it, but I can. I should have put in like a gag warning. (laughs) This warning. Is, this is your trigger warning, except it's coming too late. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. that was interesting. I had to, like, shut down the slide and, like, radio a bunch of people and then, like, go rinse off. Like, Did it go down the slide? Yeah. Because <laughs> the water is, like, constantly rushing. So when it happened, I had to, like, call the person at the bottom and be like, we need to shut down the slide this kid just puked in it and there's like a line of kids that want to go down the slide and have to tell them no you gotta turn around this little loser ruined it for all of you this is why i will not go back to a water park i was thinking about that i actually talked (laughs) about that this week with connor jeremy dude i was like i love water parks and i think back and i'm like oh my (laughs) think about all the hair think about (laughs) everything everything sweat all the different types of liquids your body all produces is all in there Ugh, oh so bad. my god it's not good no Honestly, i didn't like it when i was a kid i was like come on mom you're being boring i thought my mom was boring for not going to the water park but only my dad would bring us there yeah. and i was like yeah dad's cool and now i'm like wow i probably would be just same as my mom and be like good luck guys yeah. find someone else to go with because i'm not going 
Yeah, dude. No, I was thinking about that. Thinking about how you and I were like, we're going to Fun Town Splashdown this summer. Let's just do Fun Town. We don't need to hit the Splash Town. That's what I. That's what I was envisioning. Anyways, I just say yeah. it because it's like the same name. Right. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, the only. Time I'd rather I'm- like be dry. We go down the log flume though. Tell me that's exactly what I had in my head. Yeah, I was going to say I, the yeah. only type of ride would be something like that where you're not like actually in your bathing suit like Right. But you might have a little splash, like, you know, yeah. We're not going to touch the gum wall. No. You know, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's oh, that's not bad either when it's like a really hot day and you're like, "Wow, I can like I can just go in yeah. this little log flume, give me a little refresher." Oh yeah. Dude, get some dipping dots after. I love dipping dots. Ice cream of the future. Really excited to to do this this summer. We used to go to Fun Town like every summer. Like my mom's friend would buy us seasons passes. Wow. Yes, you it was a, a very very generous gift. Like our babysitter, we would go like maybe once a week. Get out. Maybe you know, maybe three times a month. I don't know. It was like a. I had a seasons pass, so we could go anytime, and it didn't cost any money. Wow. Yeah. That's a really cool, like it was benefit. definitely like a pr- yes, a privilege in a way. Privilege, yeah. yeah. Wow, really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited though. Amusement parks, I can do that. I can do that. I can manage yeah. that. Yeah. No, but water parks, we're out. Just we're done. Uh, the day that that kid puked on me, I was like, I'm out. Oh my god, I'm I'm right back to it. I can feel it in my throat. Can't. Okay. I'm so sorry we're that happened move to you. On. I'm so sorry. Thank you. No, it's fine. It's funny. It's part honestly. of the gig, I guess. I don't know. Part of the gig. You know, I did like some parts of it, like the whistle that I got. Oh. The red whistle and the red bathing suit. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of power in a fucking whistle. You oh, just whistle and kids yeah. are like, <gasps> they stop run. They stop running and they're like. <gasps> Even now, some, if I heard a whistle, I'd, be, I'd stop in my tracks. Yes. Like, what is that? Where's that coming from? <laughs> what do they want? <laughs> yeah. Should I be doing something right now? Like, Yeah. <laughs> so then I had a summer job as a dog walker. Wow. Which was interesting at like a doggy daycare I've always spot. wanted to do some type of job like that. I never did it. Yeah. It was all right. I was always interested in it too because I was like, I love dogs. Yeah. Um, There was like a daycare portion, which I didn't work in the daycare because you had to start work at six in the morning. That's too Fuck much. That. That's too that much. Was as a teenager, there was no way I was going to do that. <laughs> um, but they yeah. had a walking portion where, like, I would drive to these people's houses, like, go in their house, walk their dog, put them back in the house, go to someone else's house. Oh, yeah. House. There's, like, an app that does that same thing now. Yeah. This was, like, before that was a thing. Right, right, right. And that was fun. I met a lot of dogs. I, like, got a lot of exercise. Yeah. Did a lot of walks. Was in the sun all the time. That was cool. I might pick there some were of downsides. that up this summer. Yeah. I mean, you have to pick up the dog poop, which is pretty terrible. I'm, I don't like it. I'm, I am okay with that. Like, I've been picking up Rolo's shit everywhere for years. Yeah. Rolo is very small, and his poops are small. That's true. You're going to be you're gonna be in for a rude awakening when you get a huge-ass dog that you want to get, and you have to pick up, like, humongous poops. The worst part about it is and that- And they're fresh, dude. That- The worst part about it is that the heat, the how hot the, it is. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's God. the worst part for me. Like- It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. I didn't realize this episode was going to get real gross. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> warning. Yeah. Big yikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm moving on here. <laughs> She's going. Another job that I did 
in college, like on campus, I was a food researcher for like a semester. Wow. Look at you. Um, I did a lot. Everything that was like, you could do this and you could make some money. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) Um, It was about researching whether the foods that the university brought in and like sold or fed to us was considered real food. And there were all these different like criteria for if this food was quote-unquote real and it basically boiled down to like you know grown in a an okay way and not ridiculously processed and doesn't have these certain ingredients what were your findings i think we determined that like less than 20 percent of the food served and sold on campus was considered real great uh, in that year right and that was, but the whole thing was like, we want to determine how much of it is so that we can improve on it. I was going to ask, what did you do with those findings? Yeah. So the numbers have gone up significantly, I think. Good. Started, I think our number was like 17 that first year, 17%. And then when I left school, it was like 25%. Okay. So. We like the progress. We like the progress. Something. Yeah. That's, that's what's important. Yeah. I made like a, a measly amount of money doing that, but whatever. Hey, add it to the resume. Dude, it's on there. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's on there. <laughs> oh, man. There was another job that I had that I actually did, like, multiple summers in a row. Okay. And I worked at the Portland Sea Dogs at the baseball stadium. I think you did tell me that before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I worked in the gift shop. Yes, yeah. I was slinging hats and keychains and... Little foam bats and anything that had the sea dog on it, I sold it. A lot of customer service, you're right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of jobs. A lot of little jobs here and there sprinkled around. Mm-hmm. Get your hand I've, in a lot of, what do they call it? Bowls? Hands in a lot of, feet in a lot of doors? No. I like that one better, honestly. Got my feet in a lot of doors. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. I've always wanted to, like, know a lot about a lot. So I'm like, oh, this is different and interesting. Like, I could get a job in that, you know? I mean, a lot of I'm honestly impressed. I'm impressed as a tourist that you were just so open to all these different, you know, jobs. You just went for it. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm I'm really curious, too. So yeah, that's my curiosity true. often overrides my need to stay home. Right, right. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe less now than back then, but yeah, um, I was also a tutor to college students. I tutored for biology one hundred, wow, that was like junior year of college, maybe I think I should have saw you because I did not do good in that class, really, yeah, I could have helped you quite a bit, yeah, I still have all my fucking notes, yeah, we're all set class. now, we're good though, <laughs> okay. Anyone that's going into Bio yeah, 100, there you go. There you go. University of Maine, hit me up. Hit her up. <laughs> I'll send you that shit. Oh my god, I just remembered another job that I didn't write down. What was this it? This was also in college. I was a note taker. Oh so my god, I was-, I was a note taker my freshman year of college too. Dude, I was a note taker every year for multiple classes. I made like $800. Dude, it was honestly an okay gig. Yeah. And it was, like, it made me take good notes exactly. in class. Exactly. And, like, my notes were all, like, color-coded. You know I used those thin 
Crayola markers. My yep. notes looked nice. Mm. They made sense. Mm. Um, and I was sending those bitches out left and right. That was a great gig. I also was a math tutor too, but that wasn't when I was in high school. Mm. Yeah. I was actually an English and a math tutor. I, I tutored third grade math. Cute. And then I also did English tutoring because I was like in advanced English and I was doing like writing stories and stuff, which was really cool. Um, yeah. I used to actually really like to do that when I was a kid. I haven't done any of that in way too long. Um, but I did yeah. do those two tutoring things when I was in high school. I forgot all about that, too. Nice. Tutoring is is good because you're not only teaching someone else, but you're reinforcing it for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a good good situation all around. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It's a good opportunity. Yeah. Okay, I've got like four more jobs on the list. All right, what do we got? Okay. Some other time in college, I don't even remember when I did this, I was um, a communications coordinator Okay. for a composting event, I okay. guess you could call it. Okay, sounds they interesting. They called it like Main Compost Week. Okay. And it worked for one of my teachers. I like connected a bunch of people to different things. We yeah. had events. Yeah. It was like a short term thing. Mostly, like, social media stuff, which I can do but didn't like to do, really. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you're pulling stuff out of this box. I don't know. What's next? I mean, it could be anything. Dude. Dude, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Seriously. Um, then I worked as a technical stagehand at, at the theater yes, on campus. Yes, yes. I remember that. You were I, doing that when we were living together. Yeah, I loved that job. That was so fun. Like, move in big, like, Broadway shows into the theater, yeah. set them all up, like, staff them, like, run the shows, do all the background stuff, and then take it all down. Yeah, she'd be end. coming home with her wrench looped around her jeans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have my wrench tethered to me at yes, all times. Yes, yes. What a look. That was awesome. That was such a good job. Then I worked at Ty Orchid, and I was also an AmeriCorps volunteer. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so, that. Didn't you do windows? Did you do windows? Something with windows, <laughs> didn't you? For, like, you yeah, you did, you helped, I, so it is, the draft isn't as bad or whatever? Yeah, I worked for the window dressers. Yeah. That was part of my AmeriCorps work, too, to make window inserts that, like, insulated people's houses. But that was, like, just one portion of what we did right. in AmeriCorps. That was a super good experience. I think that that really like catapulted me into my actual wow. job now. My yeah. actual job. Right, right. Um, nice. And now I install solar and- We've come such a long way. Such a long way. Weird dude. journey, man. I really went all over the map. You really did. That's cool though. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I have a, I feel like this gave me so much different experience. Yeah. I'm prepared for anything, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you got a lot of skills on the yo belt. That's right. That's I what did. We like. There was one other thing too that I'm remembering too. When I was in high school, there oh, yeah? was like this mentor program. So oh, we would nice. help. We'd help transition the eighth graders into freshman year. Um, but so it was all year long that we were doing things. But then like the summer was like our big time because we did. We had to plan and run orientation. And then wow. we had to plan and run the first week of school, which the freshmen had like their first week alone, just like freshman week. And then everybody else came. But we had to plan and be there during freshman week as well. We'd have a get, whole we'd have, week. Yes. 
Um, wow. I also gave tours for the high school. Like, and I was in that all four years. And at the end of at the end of my senior year, I actually was the alpha alpha leader of the mentorship program. And that Get was like out, high dude. on my resume when I was applying to schools because I was like immersed yes. in that. I was doing a lot for that, and it was like very intense to be honest. Like I was dude leading great. people, and I we. I was one of those um, one of those people that got like a whole new high school. So we got like a brand new high school our sophomore year of. Oh wow! Yeah, my sophomore year of high school, we had oh, a brand new building. So we had to like tour that, and there was like line out the window of families trying to tour it. It was crazy. Wow! Um, so there's a whole lot with that. It was really fun. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I love planning and organizing. So, and I, it was also working with like students and helping them like adjust to high school. So it was also kind of social work. That was social work. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mentorship. I mean, counseling. It's kind of like that same type of thing. So I totally yep. forgot all about that. I did that for literally four years. That's so funny. It's yeah. kind of funny the things you just like tuck away in your memory. I feel like there are things that I missed. Me too. I'm like, what else did I do? <laughs> I mean, I I have written down here literally 17 different jobs. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think mine was like 13 what? or something. Yeah. If want to get, if you want to get casual, my first job was on my lemonade stand at my grandmother's at my boss house. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we want to go. We want to do that. Okay, I also sold rocks on the side. Oh my god! Okay. Shut up! That's so cute, dude. Can you picture us? I have a lemonade stand. You got your rock stand. We're just yeah, dude. I, well, I had lemonade stands too. We would actually like pull a lot of money. Yeah, we my my grandmother's house was like right at the corner, so it was a really good location. Like people were mm. constantly like driving by, mm-hmm. and I pretty much did that not for the money. I did it because that was the only way that I can see my friends. Oh my god, come through the lemonade stand. Literally, I was like, I don't have a phone, I can't talk to you, we can't hang out either, but honestly, I'm having a lemonade stand in about an hour from now, so like, show up at my grandmother's house in about an hour. See you then. (laughs) And then I'd pretend like I didn't invite them over. I'm like, oh my god! (laughs) Wow, why don't you come in? Yeah, literally, and then I'm like talking to them for like 30 minutes, and my boss is like looking at me in the window, she's like, who's that? Literally, who's that? I'm like, "All right, it's time for you to go. <laughs> what did you oh, want to be when you were a kid? Like literally when you were like young and somebody was like, Jesse, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you say? I wanted to be an artist in Paris. And I don't know why the Paris part was like so important to me. That's so But it, I was it was a package deal. I was like, I'm gonna be an artist in Paris. I love that for you. That's so cute. Thank that you. fits you. I mean I that's <laughs> that's just the missing piece I mean, right there. It could still happen. Hey. Hey. Manifest it. Dude. Who knows? Who knows? Might end up retiring in Paris. Paris. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. What about you? I, um... I had three. You know, the first Mm. one was, like, my ideal one, which was, of course, I was going to be a singer. Of course. Or an actress. I was into that, too. I was going to be a singer or I was going to be an actress. I had a singing group with two of my cousins, Cheyenne and Alicia. Um, Mm -hmm. We were called The Girls with a Z. Um, The Girls. (laughs) And then Alicia decided to leave the group and do her solo artist thing. Um, So, Oh, my gosh. She got too big. Yeah, she did. So Cheyenne and I ended up having our own um, group, and we we were named Double S for Cheyenne and Sandy. (laughs) 
And my mom actually gave us matching necklaces for Christmas that said, that had like two S's on it. Oh my And we God. were like, wow, we're so official. Um, and we used to actually write our own songs in a binder and sing them at my boss house, like all of this. It was crazy. So One time we actually performed in front of my boss and my dad and to like see if we like actually had talent. And it was really disappointing. My dad was like, no. <laughs> all right cool way to just crush my entire dreams i cried after that no oh no i also like i said wanted to be an actress so me and alicia went to like this acting program and there was like three levels yep. and i made it through the first two and then the last two i i mean the last one i i missed the last the last round but um proud of myself for making it all the way to to round three Dude. You really put yourself out there. I had to memorize a 30-second monologue and perform it on stage in front of, like, 800 people. That's so scary. And I had to – and I stupidly picked the hardest scene ever. I literally picked the scene in Because of Winn-Dixie when she's trying to find her Mm. dog and she's crying. Dude, what? It's so intense. That is literally the scene that I chose. You chose that for yourself? Yeah, I loved that movie. It was, like, the only book I ever read as a kid. So I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, literally. Um, (laughs) But I loved it. I loved the movie and everything. So, And I liked her, too, like the actress. Um, And so I did that. And um, I chose the hardest thing ever. I had to literally fake cry. Uh, So, Oh, my God. It's all right. My backup was um, I wanted to either work in a zoo Mm. Mm-hmm. Or become a pastry chef. A pastry chef? Yes. Wow. See, that's a good idea. <laughs> she goes, wow. Well, I realized <laughs> that that wasn't going to work for me because I can't draw. You can't draw? Right. Can't draw. So you can't be a chef? Can't be a pastry chef because I don't have like the icing and the detail. I used to watch Buddy like Cake Boss, whatever. And I was like, wow, I literally can't draw for He's shit. He's not drawing. Yeah, he is. He's like dry. He's frosting. You could see, yeah. You have, to, you have to think of the design, and you got to create yeah. it, and then you have to like literally like you have to make stuff out of clay, and like it takes like you have to be an artist. That's some artwork. I think a really funny thing that a lot of people think is that like the first step to being an artist is to be able to draw, and I want you to know a lot of artists cannot draw. That's true. Drawing is not the first step. It's just one. It's just one part. It's true. It's I, true. I don't like drawing at all. I'd rather do all the other parts of of art than draw. I don't think I can do really any part. I actually wouldn't say any part. Dude, you can paint. I know you can paint. I can paint. I can paint. But I, my issue is I can't think of something out of my own head. You know what I mean? Like I have to mm. see a picture. I don't have, I can, I don't need a trace. I can look at a picture and do it actually pretty well. Like, I feel like I can actually draw it pretty well by looking at it. I used to do that as a kid. I used to look up pictures of birds and I would draw the pictures of birds from just looking at the picture. And I actually did a pretty okay job. So you can draw. If I look at a picture, I can draw. I can't, like, think of it myself and draw it. That's okay. So I let that dream go because I was like, I'm not an artist and I don't have that skill. Because you can't draw, so you can't be a pastry chef. Yeah, but that's what I wanted to do. I, was, I loved okay. Cake Boss. I loved that show too, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I loved animals, so I wanted to work with animals. So then I was like, maybe I'll be a vet. And then I realized it's like eight Ugh. more years of school and Duh. a lot of money. And I was like, no, 
<laughs> and a lot of gross shit too. Yeah, I was like, I just want to. I like animals, and I'm like, wait, I gotta put animals down. I have to do like surgery. I gotta like. Oh, I was like, wait, no, actually, no, I'm no good. probably not. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I was never into any of the like doctory things because like I'm not interested in like blood or like saving people from things. It's just it's really high stress. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I'd a rather lot. dangle from a roof. <laughs> I really would. Dangle from a roof. Yeah. 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 I like working with the mind for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, a long way, a long <clears throat> way. Uh, so, you know, you never know where you're going to end up at the end of the journey. You absolutely don't. Honestly, when I was a kid, I didn't even know what, so- what solar was. I don't think I knew about solar until I was like late into high school. I didn't know about solar until I was late into high school, I'll tell you that much. I could have never dreamed that this is what I would be doing at almost 25 years old. I would agree with that for my own career as well. I would agree with that. Like, I didn't even know social work was a thing, even in college. I didn't even know that was a major. I had to, like, actually search. Like, I knew that I wanted to work with people. I knew I wanted to work in the helping profession. So I was just, like, Googling that. And then I was like, oh, social work came up. And I was like, what's social work? I went to my first class ever in social work. And I left there and called both of my parents and cried and told them that I felt like for the first time I was where I was meant to be. Oh, my God. I actually had that feeling. so cute. It's just actually crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, I've never felt this way about, like, anything ever. It's just so crazy. Oh, that's a dream, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work and some pays for shit, but it's, it's where my heart is. Then that's really where you gotta go. That's where you gotta go. You know? Don't waste time doing a career that you don't feel passionate for. Life is too short and precious and beautiful and wonderful to waste your time and your joy and your happiness in a place where it's not giving you any of that. That was so beautiful and so true. Thank you. Because honestly, there are jobs everywhere, but it um, it's easy to like feel like you know, well, this is my job and this is what I'm doing, so I'm gonna just keep doing it. Yeah. Probably nothing's better, but like we said last week, you gotta put yourself out there. You really do. And honestly, like Mm -hmm. create your own reality. Like you know, like if it's it doesn't have to be already an established career or a field or whatever. Like find your passion, and that's where you're gonna get success from. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to get happiness from, which is a big part of success. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, if you, like, unfortunately, we have to work in this world. It is what it is. I wish there was a way around it, but you have to make money. It's just a thing. So, and because because <laughs> of the money you get paid, you have to work a lot. So if you're already putting so right. much of that time every week into something, I mean, it, it needs to be feeding your soul at least at some yes. to some extent. You might as well, at, at the very minimum, enjoy being there. Yeah, yeah. Even if it doesn't feed your soul, you gotta not be miserable there. Yeah, um, if anyone's listening and they're miserable at their job, leave immediately. <laughs> I'm telling you right Don't now. Don't even go in tomorrow, folks. Okay? <laughs> it's not worth it, okay? Please go find something else. Yeah, just at least start looking. Start looking, okay, you know? And also, like, just one word of advice from someone who had who did this, if you see a job that you really want to do and you think, yeah, well, I'm probably not qualified for that, too fucking bad. You're going <laughs> to apply for it. You're going to fucking apply and you're going to get that job. Woo! And, and it's you're true. you're going to learn the skills that you need to do the job. 100%. Honestly, that's a great message because, like, 
again, go after it, you know, like go yeah. after it because like even me, like right now I'm applying for jobs and I'm applying for some jobs that I don't even know that are hiring, but I like, I look at it and I'm like, I want to work for this place and I don't feel like yep. that for a lot of places. So I'm like, you know what? I want to work here. I'm not sure if they're hiring, but I'm going to ask. And honestly, I think mm-hmm. that looks good. Like, oh, this person's just like reaching out because they feel passionate about like joining my team. Like that's the, yeah. that's the type of person I want to hire. Exactly. They really do want to hire people that want to be there. Right, exactly. For so sure. So if you show interest and you say, I'm really down to learn, there's a there's a good chance you're at least going to be seriously considered. Exactly, exactly. You know? And also, like we talked about last week, everyone shines at different times. There's no comparison, right? So like if you're 45 and you're like, I hate my job, but it's too late, don't tell yourself it's too late because then you're going to spend another you're gonna spend another 10 years and then you're going to be like 55 what? and be like, wow, I should have left literally 10 years ago. Like any time, change, you could change at any time. Is it scarier? Yes. Is it a lot easier yes. said than done? Yes. But we are here <clears throat> to empower you to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you want to do. You got to do what you like. Yep. That's how you make your life good. Exactly. I mean, I have a, I have right many people in my program of all ages coming from all different areas. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. No. It's not too late. I work with a lot of people that have a lot of different backgrounds. Like, we didn't all come here because we used to work at a different construction place. Exactly. Like, I've never worked in construction. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people too in like my agency or in social work that was like, yeah, I did business for 30 years and now I'm here. Or like, yeah, I did tech for three for 10 years and now I'm here. Or like I got my I got my major in like uh, drama and like acting and I'm doing this. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. There's no expectation. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I think that like we have a lot more choice than we usually believe that we do. Absolutely. You get so in your own world, you're in your bubble, you're doing your thing. Even if you don't like it, you're like, well, this is my thing. Yeah. You So it's hard to see how there are so many other possibilities. We oftentimes feel so locked into whatever we're doing in life. Like, well, this is what I'm doing. Like, no, you literally you can no. change at any time. If you want to get on a plane Anything. and go to Texas, you can do that. No one's you stopping that. you that. And you could do anything. Dude, you want to take your shirt off and leave your job? You could do that. No one's stopping you. You have full full control over that. You are the author of your own story. You are the only one that is writing your story. So if you're like, I wonder what's going to happen, you're the one writing it, bitch. Make it happen. Dude, make it happen. <laughs> That's what we are out here doing. Yes. Man. Yes. Because we have to. Who else is going to? No one else is going to do it for you. I will tell no you that. No one else is going to do it for you. No. To make your life the way that you want it, no. how could they do it for you? They no can't. One. Not a soul. You have to. Yep. People can support you. Oh, they're involved. Yes. And and, and, you're the and you don't have to do it yourself. No, you don't. No, you're not alone. Right. But you're the primary actor. Actor. Absolutely. That's for sure. Which is empowering. You can make your own choices and change your life. It's so good. So empowering. Once you like really grasp hold of it, you're like, okay, wait, I'm in charge? Yup. Fuck yeah. Let's do this. Yes. I like being in charge personally. I think a lot (laughs) of people do. I think most people do. Control is comfortable. For sure. So that's our, that's our, our rant for today. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I... We had to get that shit out. We had to get it out. It's an important message. 
it, it is just, it's hard when I hear people talk about working jobs that they don't like. Oh my God, I know. And then they're like, well, what about your job? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm just like in love with my job, but <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tone that down a little bit because you just told me about how much right, you hate your job. Right, right. But it can also be inspiring for people to hear that, you know, instead of being like. Right. It's just like there's such a disconnect. No, I get that. You can tell that you're kind of like in different worlds. Oh, very much. Yeah. No, I get that completely. You know. You just got to use it and inspire the people to make that change too, you know? That's what we're trying to do here. Yeah. I think I do try to do that. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that we both found, you know, a, a, a career that we enjoy. That's like so, I feel very grateful for that. And I'm very happy that you have Me that too. too. That feeds my soul, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. And and same to you. I have never been a person, like, as we've seen in my work history, never fucking known what I want to do or what direction I'm headed in. Been in all the directions. Um, But now I feel like I'm, I'm on a really good one. I'm like, this is, I like this path. Yeah. And all of those led you here. All of those led you to, to where you are, even though they felt like right. you weren't going anywhere. You actually were going to mm. where you are. You just didn't know it. I feel like I was spiraling upwards. Right, exactly. It's working out, people. Everything will come when it's their time. You know, and where Mm -hmm. you are now is where you're meant to be. And where you are tomorrow is where you're meant to be. But also make the choices to to make it happen. Exactly. Yeah. Hold it all together. I think that's pretty solid advice, Sandy. Thank you. Right back at you. Can we get a huh? <laughs> yeah, yo, there it is. You already know it's the time. You already know. Yeah, I didn't know what it is. You already know what time it is. It is time for the song of the week. It's the song of the week. This week, my song is titled Trader Joe by Jungle Pussy. Mm-hmm. It's just as good as it sounds, folks. Honestly, you're like, whoa, what's that? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You're going to find out. It's really catchy. Yeah, it is. It's fun. It makes me laugh and smile. Um, yeah. Every time. Every time. Every time. Um, go listen to it. It's great. It's a good jam. Hell yeah. My song of the week is called Two Feet, as in the number two. Um, and it's by Young Franco. Pell and Dana Williams. Mm-hmm. And that song comes right out of the gate. Yes. Like, it's a bop. Oh, you, immediately. You're moving. Yeah. You are moving. Yes. And, you know, it's a guy and he's singing and it's it's a nice beat. And then, then a woman comes in and Ooh. you're like, oh, here we go. And she comes in like so well. It just fits good. And you're like, just, ooh, that, that hit me right. Oh. So smooth and her voice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, where did she come from? Yeah. This angel from above. Honestly, that's exactly how it is. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. It's a song that, like, I'm in the car, I'm absolutely jamming, dancing, singing. I know almost all the words now because I've probably listened to the song, like, more than a hundred times. Um, and I just relate to it. She yeah. talks about, like, I'm standing on my own te- two feet. I don't believe that nothing is free. Because I've got time and I've got me. And I love that. I'm like, that's so fucking true. It's true. She's like, basically, I can do whatever I want because I've got myself 
And I've got some time. Yeah, and I'm standing on my own two feet. I'm standing on my own two feet. Like, I love that. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, into the message, love the beat. It's a winner. It's a winner. Exactly. Love the message, love the beat. Perfect. Send it my way. Literally. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. It's it's a feel-good song. You you people, you're going to love it. I know you will. Mm -hmm. So check those out. Check them. You know where they're going to be. Yep. You already know. You already know what it is. (laughs) 